Hey guys, it's Alicia Nicole here. It is September 22nd and I'm coming to you guys because I have the blues. Uh, my oldest son turned 13 on Wednesday, the 18th. And let me just tell you, I have been trying my hardest to keep my emotions in check and embrace it and just be in the moment of my oldest son going into his teen years. It is a lot. Um, For me, I still see him as my little baby. I remember birth. I remember the labor. I remember his first smile. I remember him never crying. I remember him learning to walk extremely early. I remember him developing a personality so quickly. Um, It's just a lot, you know, and when you look at them from afar, that's when you get to see the growth, right? But when you're in it, you know, we're just in it. He and I are moving and shaking how we do. You know, we coexist very well in the home. I'm the parent. He is the child. Sometimes we, you know, are a team. It's 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 insane how he has grown up right in front of me. And when he continues to tell you that, Mom, I'm turning 13. I have five more days to go, four more days to go, three more days to go. And then it's here and you want them to slow down like you guys know we have been going through all of the stages with the ages and you know I remember him asking me about girls and we discussing porn and you know why does his hands get sweaty when he's around a certain person and how he has discovered as to why he has hair on his and his private area, which is killing me, I was just telling my sister, I was like, I want to shave it all off. Like, I want him to be a little boy again, but I know that's wrong on so many different levels. I just want him to stop growing up so fast. Now he and I are the same height. We are five foot five, and his shoe size is an eight and a half in men. And at one point, he could fit my flip flops and, you know, run outside and take the trash out. And now he can't. <laughs> It's just a lot. And this particular episode is for all of the parents um, who are looking at their children grow up, you know, and how we we want them to grow up. Right. Like we definitely want them to grow up. But then when we actually see it, it's like, please slow down. You want to embrace all of the all of the days that you have together and the memories and you want to hold on to them and. I know for me, everybody knows that I am a workaholic and I just remember somebody telling me like, Alicia, don't work so hard and then you don't get a chance to see your kids grow up. And I feel like I take them everywhere with me and I get to see them grow up. But to actually sit back and really watch them is is a self-pleasure in its own. You know, I birthed him. I carried him I felt him kick um I I threw up (laughs) knowing that he was in there changing my entire body I cried when he reached certain milestones I cried when he hurt himself and it's it's insane it's like how did our parents just let us go like this like did they go through the same emotions and and worries and roller coasters you know when they had us and 
I feel like this is the time for us to go back and have particular conversations with our parents um, to figure like, how did you feel? How did you cope? How did you manage all of your emotions and thoughts um, with watching your own children, myself, you know, grow up and that way we understand that how we feel is not wrong. How we're feeling is normal. Um, if we don't talk about those things, we'll forever think that we're doing something wrong. And let me tell you something. I've been talking to all of my friends, guys and girls, like young and older than me, like, hey, like, can y'all believe this? Like, what is what is going on? Like, how did y'all handle all this? And just people who are within my village um, with in helping raising my children are all telling me, like, just embrace it, take it in. It's okay to take a couple of moments and cry it out and talk to him and give him a hug. He's always going to be your child and your baby, but he is now growing up to be a young man. And it's time to give him some space and some privacy. And it's just, it's a lot happening. His voice is squeaking and changing. And I'm just not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for all these things to happen so quickly. And I think that's what it is. It's the anticipation of the change, right? We know that it's coming, but it's the leading up part. And then it's the in it part, right? It's like, we know the storm is coming. Let me prepare. But we really don't know how prepared we are until the storm actually hits. So that's where I'm in right now i'm in the stage of i'm in the storm i'm in the eye of the storm and i thought i prepared myself and i didn't well i did but i didn't like i didn't expect the emotional roller coaster i think i cried um every day um to the day he turned 13 and i you know i broke down at work and it's just a it was a lot of things happening at the time and now you know it's I'm looking at him and he's just, he has gotten into his own groove of things. He wakes himself up. He's been doing it for a while. He knows how to do his own laundry. He knows how to cook about six or seven different things. He knows, you know, that he needs to take the trash out on Monday evenings. And he knows that the bathroom gets cleaned on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. He understands that he is in charge when I am not home. He understands that he locks the door at the end of the night. He knows to set his alarm. He knows, you know, tell his friends to clean up after themselves when they're hanging out outside in the front. Like, he's just responsible. And to any parent out there who worries about their child and if they're you know picking it up and becoming responsible and if you're doing a good job looking at them and not having to tell them to do something over and over again and watching them form their own groove and their own schedule they're learning and you're doing a great job as a parent um that i will contest to say that i feel like i'm doing a pretty good job in raising him um you know, his dad definitely has a hand. We, we we have a great village. I have sisters and brothers and friends. And he's been hanging out with my boss who teaches self-defense these past four weeks. And, you know, he's around really strong black men, which matters. And the attitude is is good and confident. And everyone tells me that I have an alpha male at heart. There is no denying it on how he is. And I am I am glad that... I am doing something right. 
um, when it comes to parenting. Um, we, we all have those hesitations and worries like of, you know, if I'm doing it well or if I'm doing it right and is it effective and, you know, am I pushing too hard? Am I not pushing enough? And should I scale back this and apply more pressure here? You know, I just hope that he looks at everything that I am trying to accomplish and do for him as positive as possible. Um, so that matters, you know. So anybody out there who is struggling with the transition of a small young boy or a small young girl into a beautiful young man, a beautiful young girl, you are not alone. Cry it out, talk it out, hang out, have open conversation, you know, drop the the mom or the dad exterior and, and, and let them really communicate with you and talk to you as honest as possible. Um, and then explain to them like, you know, how things really are. I think us growing up, if we're all in the same <clears throat> particular uh, generation, um, we were always told, do as I say, not as I do, and don't question me, just, you know, do it. And I think it caused a lot of confusion for us. When we got older, we had no idea what was going on and what was happening. And I had a mom who was on the fence of it, and she kind of fell a little in the middle. Um, it was like a certain age. It was do as I say, not as I do, and don't question, don't talk back to. Do you have any questions? This is what's happening. Let's talk about it. I definitely commend my mom for us having a more open pathway of communication where I could ask her certain things we talked about sex we talked about boys uh, we, we talked about living and lifestyles and we talked about responsibilities and we talked about um, gender roles and we talked about God and we talked about you know the world and and how people see us and when we we I was able to ask my mom questions and if she just wasn't sure my mom loves, loves to say that she's not the most educated but my mom retired from the school district last year nope almost two years ago moved across country and now she's in nursing school over there just saving lives and delivering babies and I tell my mom all the time she's smarter than she thinks she is but she would go out of her way to make sure that if she didn't know the answer, she got me the answer. Um, and I think that's our, our biggest thing. We need to make sure that if we don't know, we're finding the answer. You know, if, if we need to recognize if, if this is our shortcomings, this is a flaw for us, this is a weakness, this is a fear for us, we have to find somebody to come in and fill that void or find that book to fill the void. It is now time for me to, to have him discover and explore on his own. I cannot do everything for him. He needs to learn more about his body on his own and not have everything come from me, you know, that um, perspective and not solely a perspective from his father. He needs to go and read and research you know, things for himself, and that is pushing him in the right direction. That, for sure, I know is going to lead him into asking more questions and becoming more um, intuitive about what's happening to him and around him. So 
be sure that you guys are showing so much support for our kids. It is a different world um, than we were growing up. There's a lot happening. There's a lot of uh, changes in the world, and, and there's a lot of expectations um, that they're facing. There's a lot of pressure on them to get it right and excel and be perfect. Um, and um, we, we need to let them know that it's not necessary everything is not warranted and they don't need to rush to grow up you know my son is 13 and he still loves playing with his wrestlers with his brother you know or by himself or his friends and he still loves to go outside and ride his bike and you know he still you know enjoys uh just hanging out in his room and you know listening to music so we want to make sure that we're not causing them to grow up too fast you know some people are like oh you better hurry up and introduce them to the condom because you know we're here I feel like we have a good open communication and I feel like he's been coming to me with more things that I would have ever imagined him to come to me about so I feel as though when 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 he gets to the to the curiosity part of trying to be with the girl or wanting to know what it's like or when it's appropriate I trust that he will come to me in due time Um, he comes to me now we just had a conversation about um, the menstrual cycle in girls and he I was in the middle of mine and I was just having a really rough day and I was cramping like no other and he was like mom like what's wrong like I noticed you know that you always like go through this like what is it and then we just had to have the conversation and he was like oh he was like okay I know you know because one of his close friends who happens to be a girl she got her menstrual in school and he had to tell her and tell the teacher and you know so he he went through that through um, experience and he was like yeah they were making fun of her and I just told her don't pay them any mind and he was like, Mom, I didn't understand like what was happening to her. I thought she was hurt. And I said, no, this is what girls go through. And so it's, it's I'm glad that he and I had this conversation, you know, and that he can come to me about anything. So make sure you guys are keeping the, the communication wave and line open. There's no judgment. Don't tell him, no, I don't want to talk about this right now. Go talk to your dad. If you have a boy or if you have a girl, you know, telling your daughter, oh, go talk to your mom be mature enough to have this conversation she needs to hear it from you especially especially if the child is coming to you directly they have already let you know that they trust you that they are willing to talk to you and they're ready to receive it straight up um so if anybody is is uh having any issues with open lines of communication and how to talk to their children and their preteens or their teenagers um feel free to uh to email me um i would love to have an extensive conversation on what you know how it should go about i'm not perfect at it but i'm in it and i'm going to tell you what worked for me and i'm going to tell you what didn't work for me um i'm going to tell you how my therapist told me to attack some things i'm going to tell you what worked and what didn't work um I i want to be as translucent as possible it is very imperative. It is very, very imperative that we know that 
they are experiencing all of this stuff for the first time. And we as parents are experiencing all of this for the first time. So we're all baby virgins to this. So what better way than to, to, to break it than with, you know, with your, with your baby, you know, to, to jump into young adulthood together so that they're hearing it straight and not from the street. But make sure that you're telling them as well, like, you know, this is what this is. But on the street, you're going to hear it called this. And I get it, you're going to talk crazy with your friends, but don't forget to be, you know, respectful and say things like this. So we're very, um, he and I, <laughs> we are very, uh, we're very open to, to, to what things are. And even that we're hearing things in the songs, he's like, mom, what is that? I'm like, good God, I'll tell you about it a little later. You know, <laughs> let me turn the song off. Like, it's just a lot happening that they are exposed to so much so quickly that we haven't given them any uh, any censorship to to what is happening because we want to remain cool and we can't stop everything and we can't filter everything everywhere. So if you guys need some help, if you guys have some tips and you want to share it, let me know. I will be more than glad to uh, share those things. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I have yet to decide what I'm going to call it. Um, but, um, yeah, that was my, uh, last two weeks with the anticipation of anticipation, sorry, of my, my oldest son, Michael turning 13. And as I think about it now, I'm getting a little warm and fuzzy because he's just, he's just an amazing kid. And I'm extremely, extremely lucky to to have him and I just really pray that I continue to to be the best mom that I can be to him um and that I'm doing a good job I hope he thinks that I'm doing a good job I hope our relationship never diminishes and and and, and you know decreases um I, I want to make sure that um it stays strong and continues to flourish um and I love him so much. Um, so, yeah, that concludes this episode. Um, I'll be in touch, and you guys have a great week. <laughs>